Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Coastal Midweek Podcast. First off, I want to thank you guys because last week when you when you listened and Pastor TJ was talking about a little jig that he was going to do on social media, even though he hasn't done it yet, you guys were like posting, you do it, Pastor TJ. We were getting text messages. Well, I was waiting to see if all the results were for me to do it or not. So <laughs> I think they were, even though I would like to say they weren't. <laughs> well, I've I've got a couple, I've got a couple in 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 mind already to oh, do. Great, so great. so I've got plans. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh I, I think on our staff chat, yeah, they uh our staff thinks that it should be Part Something, of staff meeting. Part like, of staff meeting every week. Recording. Recording me doing the knockoff. Or maybe it's a couple things. people together. Yeah. You, you know? never know. A, po- a lot of people that don't have rhythm. It's going to be great. Oh my gosh. It's going to be a train wreck. But it'll be funny, I guess. Um, so this weekend, we were in the third week of Faith in the Fire. And I think this was probably one of those weeks that was an emotional week, I think, for a lot of people, because you talked a lot about just the different levels of our faith and, you know, beginner, intermediate, and then this advanced level. And when you were talking about the advanced level of faith, um, you were really digging into, like, believing God even when it doesn't turn out our way. You know, one of the things that you said at the very beginning of your message, actually, that I think sets the tone for so much because so many people are looking for this, is you said that my level of peace is contingent on my level of trust. Yeah. And I think there's so many people out there that want that peace in the middle of storm and difficulty and, you know, um, but it's also based on our level of trust. What are what are some of the ways in your life you know, do you feel like you've been able to cultivate that trust so that your peace level goes up? Yeah, I I think that one, and, and we kind of talked a little bit about this before. Yeah. Um, I I have a little bit of an advantage in this area because mm-hmm. there's there's different gifts that God gives to everybody. Which hey, plug for next steps. Next steps, really, because uh, in in step two, we teach you all about your spiritual gifts, your personality, all of that, and so you can you can learn a little bit about yourself and the gifts that God has gifted you with spiritually that really help you along in your journey of faith. So I would encourage you, if you haven't done it, go do it. But one of your gifts one is, of my gifts is, is faith. the gift of faith. And so it's uh, easy for you to just believe God. Correct. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't say that in, in arrogance, it's no. just something that has always come very, very naturally to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that, well, and I, I also think even though it's a gifting, it's been cultivated. Like we've been in environments yes. that have that have pushed that or taught that, and and so it's it's kind of been how we grew up. Definitely, I you know I I look back and when I first gave my life to Christ, I went and did this internship. It's going to make it sound so bad, but you know one of the things that they had us do um, is it was myself and three other girls. Mm-hmm. And they dropped us. We were in Texas. They dropped us off. They blindfolded us. They said that this was 
this is why it's going to sound this weird. was back in the this 90s, was back when early 2000s when you could do crazy stuff this is back in the late Not 90s anymore um they blindfolded us we were on a bus for i don't know three or four hours they dropped us off somewhere in the middle of texas we had no idea where we were and they said hey you have to get back to campus uh by sunday at this time and here's the deal you can't ride anybody's car for there's no cell phone no cell no. phones no nothing yeah. you know uh, you can't ride anybody's car. Nobody can take you more than 20 miles. Hmm. And and so what you, their whole, and you, you had to carry this big cross. <laughs> okay. Oh so it's like, oh uh, you know, just really, really crazy. But it's was in those moments that like a lot of faith was developed because we're, I'm sitting there with these three ladies, you know, they put me in there because they always wanted somebody to keep girls safe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, um, and so the whole goal was, is like, man, you, you got to believe God for, you know, rods, all these kinds of things. And so we would start praying for things. God, I want, I want a, a blue pickup truck to pick us up. Yeah. And, you know, an hour later, somebody in a blue pickup truck wow. would pull over and be like, hey, do you guys need a ride? That does sound kind of crazy. It, it, it does. <laughs> like when I say it today, it's oh, like, uh, what in the world were they, what in the world was going on and why did we buy into this? Yeah. But but it, I, I think back to all of those yeah. moments that, that were that formulating and developing, you know, I was believing God for little insignificant things and seeing God come through on those yeah. And then it gave me the faith to believe God for really, really big things. Right. You know, yeah. uh, to just step out into things that other people would go, man, that's crazy. That's mm -hmm. insane. But but I built my faith up by seeing God come through in very, very little things. It mm -hmm. just gave me a lot of trust that God would come through in in everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I really actually believed the Bible when I read it, when yeah. when I started reading it, like um you know, God wants to give me the desires of my heart. I, I believe that. And I, I can remember again, this is, this is, I'm 19 years old. Um, I didn't have a car when I was in Texas. I had sold my car to go to this internship. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually how it paid and they for drop you off and make you walk places. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And, and so I'd given up this car. And so I was with one of my friends and we would, when we were drive into town uh, to Tyler, Texas, the great, city of Tyler, Texas. Um, I would see this Jeep on the side of the road that was for sale. And I'd be like, God, man, I would, I would, man, I would just love a car. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I would just, I was like, God, I'll, I'll take anything. I'll t it was this beat up run down, mm -hmm. like just junkiest thing. And, and I'd come from, uh, a lot of really nice things in life, yeah. but God had really changed my life. And I remember just believing God for it. And, and lo and behold, uh, I don't get that Jeep. I actually end up being given uh, a Lincoln Navigator. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you know, it just grew my faith. And so I just saw God just come through in so many things in my life um, from a faith perspective that it's it's been really, really easy for me. But I think a lot of it started with I read God's Word. Yeah. Uh, I saw the promises of God, and, and I started claiming them for my life. And mm -hmm. I'm not a name-it-claim-it person, mm -hmm. but, like— I believe that if he said that's for me, it's for me. Mm -hmm. And um, and I just walked in that. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think God is in so many of the details, but I think a lot of times we don't even remember what we ask God for. You know, it's like for moving from one thing to the next thing to the next thing, and we're just so consumed, you know, with everything in life. But 
Um, one of the things I think that's helped me along the way too is, and you know this, I'm a journaler. Yeah. You know, and there's different phases of life or seasons of life that I've gone through that I've just been been journaling through and like, God, this is weighing on my heart, or I need you to see, I need you to, you know, come through in this way, or even just a sense of peace or whatever. And because I'm a journaler, I've been able to look back and to see how God's brought me through those difficult seasons of life where I just felt like nothing was going my way, or it was really, really hard or really difficult. And I've been able to look back and see his faithfulness, which has helped me to know that he'll come through in my present because I can look back at what he did before. And I think a lot of times it's important to remember those things. And it's why the Old Testament talks so much about they would build wells and monuments, mm-hmm. you know, to remember yeah. um, the faithfulness of God. Yeah. Like God would do yeah. something significant. They would they would build a monument there. They would yeah, do a like sacrifice. When they crossed over the Jordan River. They or, stacked stones in the yeah. middle of the river. You yeah. know, just all of those things to, so that anytime they would. To remember. To remember. Anytime mm-hmm. they'd walk past that place or come by that place, mm-hmm. it would be like, oh yeah, I remember when God did this. Mm-hmm. And if God did this, then he'll come through on this and yeah. that that's why one of the the points this weekend is is you know we, we we can't what the world is doing to me is not greater than what god has already done for me right you and know that's the remembering it's part. the remembering mm-hmm. part like god has been good in the past and if yeah. he's been good in the past he's gonna be good in the present well and that's he's gonna be good in the I, future i say to myself all the time um you know i've survived 100 percent of the worst days of my life yeah you know and and that means I'm gonna survive this. And I'm I've survived a hundred percent of the worst days of your life. Yes, that is so true. <laughs> you have. God bless you. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, when you were talking about advanced faith, one of the things, and I think one of the things that we can do to grow our faith and build our faith and to get to that advanced faith faith level is you talked about how commitment lasts longer in community. Yeah. And I do think that that is a incredible way to build your faith because it's surrounding yourself with other people that are going to encourage you when you're discouraged that, you know, are going to help you get, you talked about how when we were in Africa and, you know, we're climbing this mountain and I'm completely exhausted and overheated and we're only a quarter of the way up. And it, it, you know, but looking around, I'm going, no, I like, there's other people around me. I can do this. Yeah. You know, somebody we're, we're going to get there because we're all together. And, and, and we all, and we all pitched in, you know, yeah. uh, our, our friend Jason that was with us, he put on music that was upbeat music. <laughs> it was, <laughs> he gave me his long sleeve shirt. Yeah, he took, he took off his shirt so you could be covered up mm-hmm. more. You know, um, we, we changed where people were in the walking. I, I got behind you so I could go, come on, baby, you got this. You got this next. You I know, liked which Jason you being with me better. Because. <laughs> I know you, I annoy you, <laughs> but, but with it's, you, I'm like, shut up, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but you can say that with to me. Jason, I'm like, that's so encouraging. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> but the point is, is that together we made it, we, we made it, yes. you know, you, you weren't going to give up because and if you, I was by myself, I would have totally quit. I would have totally quit and turn around, turned around and gone the other way. And I probably wouldn't actually gone in the first place, but well, what's interesting is, is that as we are never experienced is that that as we are doing that hike, we are watching people turn around and quit midway Yeah, and walking back down. We're like, Oh, what's it like at the top? I don't know. I didn't make it. Yeah. And, and I think there's a lot of people that they don't make it to the top. And I think God has got this incredible thing for them, but they give up along the way because they didn't have anybody with them on the journey. Yeah. 
It's, it's so true. And, and I think if you're trying to build your faith or you're in these moments where, you know, it's, it, it isn't quite turning out how you thought it would, or that miracle hasn't come through yet. I think community is so important. That's like in our journey, community was so important when we were walking through those difficult seasons. I can remember you told the story of the diagnosis, you know, that we were never going to be able to have children. And we chose in that moment to worship, but we also worshiped all the way to our friend's house that we sat down and we cried on the floor together, grieving the loss, but also in community going, you know what? God's got a bigger plan for this. There's a, you know, there's a different story he's writing than what you thought, you know, was going to turn out. And um, just kind of praising him through it, but also surrounding ourselves with people that were going to hold us up and strengthen us in those moments. And I think that's critical in this journey of faith to build our faith. You know, we're never intended to do this alone. No. And I do believe that our commitment lasts longer in community when we're surrounding ourselves, you know, with faith. Because it's so it's so easy to lose faith when you're by yourself because we buy into the enemy's lies, you know, or deceived in, in so many different ways. Excuse me. Um, you know, one of the, the other things that you talked about was you know, in that advanced level of faith is when I don't understand, I choose to trust. And I think this has been a huge part of of our journey along the way. And I think so many people came up and talked to you this past weekend. And, you know, it was around this kind of point. Like, I don't understand why I'm walking through this infertility journey right now. You know, yeah. I don't understand why there's so many deaths in my family. I don't understand, you know, and, and and we're we're probably never going to have the answers to those things. Not until we get to heaven. Exactly. And we hear the p- Coke can <laughs> pop or whatever you you said. But even when I don't understand, I choose to trust. And it it takes time to get there. But when you get there, again, it's that trust level is raised and your peace level is raised because yeah. you know that even though I don't understand it, man, God is still working and God is still good and. He's still bringing something beautiful out of this. And so what would you say to to somebody maybe that is walking a journey that we've walked or is, is going through something difficult that they don't understand? Like, how do you get to that place where you choose to trust? I think a lot of it comes with the idea that we're in control. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the struggle that people have is we still believe we have control. Mm-hmm. And as long as we believe we have control, mm-hmm. we are never going to trust. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I've said this so many times throughout the years, control is an illusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> until we get to this place where we go, you know what, I, I don't have control. Mm-hmm. So where where am I going? Because when we think we have control, we put our trust in that. Mm-hmm. That's that's the reality mm-hmm. of it. And we think, well, money's going to solve this, or that relationship's going to solve this, or that thing is going to solve this. Mm-hmm. And until we get to the realization that that isn't actually true, mm-hmm. is then we have to put our trust somewhere else. Yeah. And until you can can get through your mind that those aren't your options for trust. Mm-hmm. And that they are not going to solve that problem. 
Like it's you're you're gonna you're gonna lack peace in your life. And right. I'm not trying to be discouraging. Yeah. I'm just being completely honest yeah. because we've all done. I've thought, man, you know, with with my with my own insecurity. Well, if I just drove a nicer car or I had mm -hmm. a nicer house, then that would solve that. The problem right. is 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 those things are good, but they don't they don't solve mm -hmm. my problem. Even though I'm trying to control that problem by putting filling it with something, filling it with some mm -hmm. things around me. No, no, no. The reality is is that I've got to I've got to start to trust that God created me and made me in this way, and that that I am made in the image of God, and mm -hmm. that that I am a son or I am a daughter of God. Like I've got to buy into that. I've got mm -hmm. to put my trust into that mm -hmm. rather than the image that I'm trying to portray or trying to fulfill in my life. And I think that that's true, whether you're dealing with infertility, you're you're trying to uh, get into that dream career, whatever it is, mm -hmm. like you think, well, if it's just this, no, no, no. All those things are fleeting mm -hmm. and they're just not reality. So mm -hmm. you got to put your trust in something that is bigger than those things. Yeah. And the reality is, is the only thing that I know is bigger than all those things is God. Mm -hmm. And so... He's taking care of me up to this point. Yeah. Why will I not think he's going to take care of me in the future? And mm -hmm. so I, I'm going to put my trust in something that's bigger, even though I don't understand it. I don't always see it. I can't always comprehend it. Yeah. That God's ways are not my ways, that his thoughts are not my thoughts, and that I hold on to scriptures a lot of the time. Like mm -hmm. Romans 8.28, God causes all things to yes. work together for good to those yep. who love him and are called according to his purpose. So when I'm going through crap and it's not good, mm -hmm. I'm going, well, God, you're going to somehow turn this into good. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to somehow make this terrible thing that's taking place yeah. and you're going to utilize it for something that's going to be life-giving and life-changing and redeeming and restorative. I don't know how, I don't know where, mm -hmm. I don't know when, but I trust that. Mm -hmm. um, well, and I think in life so many times we, the, the changes that are produced or the growth that takes place come from those difficult moments and those hard times that we might not understand in the moment but God uses those things to like help us grow and to change and, you know, evolve into the person that he's created us to be. Not that, not that he brings those bad things, you know, in our life, but I think the more we see God's faithfulness, even through those things and that he does cause things to work together for good. We just, then when those things come up in the future, there's a greater level of trust and a greater level of peace, just knowing that, okay, God is good and he's going to take care of it. I was thinking, as you were talking, you know, there's a great book that that we've read and, you know, we've shared it with so many people, but it's called The Grace of God um, by Andy Stanley. And and I think it's such a, a great, I don't know, if you're if you're walking this journey of faith and you want to grow in that journey of faith and just understand that God is good. Yeah. And that he's always working things for good because he loves us and he's protecting us and all of that. I think that's a great book to to sit down and read and just to have, you know a deeper level of knowledge of understanding. Well, plus I, I think one of the books that has probably been defining in my life for faith is, mm -hmm. is the circle maker by Mark Batterson. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's yep. one of those, those books that challenge me to believe God for more, mm -hmm. for bigger, for better. And, uh, yep. and, and to stand. Yeah. And to real and, and to realize like we can, we can pray break big prayers and we can, you yeah. know, do all of that. And just like you were talking about, sometimes we're grateful for the prayers that didn't 
get answered 100%. because we look back and we're like, oh my gosh, I can see how God was protecting me in that. And even though that's what I wanted in the moment and I desired it so deeply, his protection was still there. And he may have answered my prayer for a relationship. It just wasn't that relationship yeah. right then, you know? Well, that that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes we're so disappointed that God, like didn't when, do the, it how we wanted when the miracle didn't happen, how we thought it right. should happen. Right. Well, the miracle was, is that you, you broke up with that guy or that girl. That, <laughs> right. that was the miracle. You thought it was that you're going to spend the rest of your life with them. And like, that was your plan. But mm-hmm. God was like, no, 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 that, that wasn't going to be a miracle. That was going to be a catastrophe. Yep. And yep. I just saved you from that. You just couldn't see it at that yeah. time. Yep. And, and hindsight, I mean, hindsight and perspective are game changers. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the perspective that God has. We yeah. don't have the vision that God has. We, we have, we have this this in the moment vision, you know. We and and so, you know, we need to, we need to trust that like he sees way beyond this moment. Yeah. I mean, it's like have you ever been in one of those moments where, you know, you've well, we have been in these moments where you've walked a journey and somebody else is walking it with you, and you're just you're just going, listen, I know that's how you feel right now. But I promise you're going to come out on the other side, you know, and you're going to see all the good things that God did. And I think that's, you know, kind of like God looking down going, I know, I know how you're feeling right now. Yeah. But I promise you, if you'll just push through this, if you'll just make it to the other side, if you'll just not give up in this moment. If you'll just trust me. If you'll just trust me. Like there's something beautiful on the other side of this. And if we can just get to that place of of trust and just like god i don't understand but i don't need to control this because you're in ultimate control and i just i choose to trust you and sometimes we might you might just have to repeat that out loud you know when you're when your circumstances are crazy or you're overwhelmed by the loss that's happening in your life is just continuing to say god i choose to trust you i choose to trust you i choose to trust you and just kind of make that your mantra yeah. you know, through, throughout that season. And it just continues to reiterate that in your mind. Any other final thoughts as, as we kind of close out today? I mean, I would, I would tell you, you want to grow your The Bible tells us faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to grow your faith, yep. what you have to do is you, you have to saturate your life in God's word. It's one of the reasons why uh, I think scripture memorization is a big thing, mm-hmm. you know, if if you'll listen to us, like we we just pull scripture out of out of nowhere, and the reason we pull scripture out of nowhere is because we've been putting so much scripture in yeah. our life, and yeah. it's not because that's my job. I started doing this just when I was learning about God. I I made decisions. I I tell stories about. It. I used to have three by five cars that I'd walk around with every day. I put a scripture on there, and that was my my scripture that I got that day. And I was going to try to memorize it by the end of the day. I would mm-hmm. I would compete with other with my other friends, again, it goes back to commitment lasts longer in community. Yeah. I had friends that were with me that were doing the same thing. And, and we were, it, we made it a competition. Like, could we memorize this faster? You know, could we have this in our life? Well, and and, I think it, it almost goes back to something you talked about this weekend. A lot of times we want this big kind of breakthrough in our life or this, this big moment, but we're not willing to do the little things, you know, every single day that kind of lead up to that, that moment. Yeah. And, it's those things are so foundational to what we want to see God do in our life. I'm going to talk about that a little bit, you know, this weekend um, as we close out this series, but those little things that we do are, those are the big things yeah. at the end of the day. And so what are you doing daily Yeah, that is going to sustain you in those moments when 
the proverbial crap hits the fan. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, I think this, this series was incredible. I think a lot of people got something out of it. I think even though this weekend, I know that there were so many people with tears in their eyes because we're all walking through something difficult. You know, we're, we're not exempt from the hard things in life. And just to be reminded that even when we don't understand that we can trust in something that's so much greater than what we're experiencing in that moment. And and we, you know, we don't know the reason, like even in our story, we don't, we can, we can look here to this day and we're going, I I can go, I I think this was part of it. I think, you know, I don't know. Someday when I get to heaven, I'm going to understand, but until that carry when we get there, but. I, no, I think I'm, yeah. there's going to be a list of things that I want to, I want to understand. I'm going to be like, so tell me why this, uh, but and then I heard you're going to punch Adam in the throat and then I'm going to punch Adam in the throat. Cause it's all his fault. We're going through this. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, you know, we're still trusting. Yep. We're still choosing to trust That's and, right. and, you know, I'm sure we're going to go through more hard things. Yeah. And, and I told Shayla this, I'll, I'll be honest days like mother's day and father's day are, are, Super hard day, not for Shayla, but for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, like I want. I'm way more emotionally stable than you. Yeah, are. I'm. I'm the. <laughs> you would never guess that I'm the emotional one, um, because in most things I'm unemotional, one hundred percent. But yeah. in this area, like I'm, God has very much broke my heart mm-hmm. for families mm-hmm. and for family in general, just from our experiences mm-hmm. uh, from not having children than to having Alexander and then not having Alexander. Like it's, so I'm, I'm very passionate about, I'm very passionate about family and raising kids and investing in the next generation and raising them upright. And that's probably a benefit of our difficult experiences. One of the ways that God, you know, blesses other people. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to find something good from it. Anyways, (laughs) sidetrack. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in again this week for the Coastal Midweek Podcast. And we'll see you guys back here again next week. Have an awesome week.